What's up, everyone? If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Kiddish Club News for Jews podcast. Uh, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Welcome back. It's our Purim episode, and leading us in, that was Yoni Z with a brand new song called Purim, aptly named. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is pretty accurate. And shout out to Yoni Z. We love your stuff, and we love the sneak previews that you give us. And you guys would appreciate, if you haven't already, go back and find the Yoni Z episode. That was one of my favorite episodes. It was exceptionally good, if I do say so myself. Oh, yeah. You yeah, think? I think I can. <laughs> and by the way, guys, if you're enjoying the cast, of course, we want you to share it, share it with family and friends. But there are costs associated with producing. We need your help to continue. So go to our website, buy us a coffee. There's a link there to buy us a coffee. You can make any type of contribution that you'd like, but that will just help us offset some of the costs. We need your support. We love to see your support. That's true. More than the money, it's the feeling. No, but it's the money. (laughs) (laughs) He's right. So Purim is coming. Purim is upon us. How do you feel about that? I used to be way more excited about Purim. Like, it's not that way for me anymore. It's it's like a harder day. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you have kids. I think that's a big part of it. The kids, the pressure. I think it's kids, it's parents, it's grandparents. It's just the pressure of making everybody happy. Yes. Yes, Right? That's good. That's perfect way to put it. Yes. The pressure of making everybody else happy, including all your Shalachmanis recipients. Yes. But it, it just kind of has me wishing to go back to like the single days. That's yeah. when Purim was like at its height. Right. You had no responsibility. Exactly. Right. You, there was no, no expectations. Now it's just become a day with, you know, so much to do, so yes. much to get to, so much traffic. Traffic. Yeah. So it's, it's a and lot of- what about of, the cost? A, what about the cost? Yeah. I, I agree. The costs are insane. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I saw uh, there was a restaurant that is selling a $1,000 Shalach Manis package see to me that is what's wrong with Purim now and yes you know there, there are people who say well so what if the person is very wealthy why can't they buy a thousand dollars because you're raising the bar you're raising the expectations you're raising everything and it's gotten out of hand it's gotten out of hand and, and it makes you it begs the question is this what shalach manis is this what is this what the spirit of shalach manis was supposed to be yeah i mean to me Shalach Manis is about bringing people together, almost mending fences, if you will. Like, for me, I, like, I don't send out sh- – like, I won't give Shalach Manis to you because you already you know – You already know <laughs> that I like you. Aww. But for <laughs> – this is recorded. But, I mean, I'll go on record saying that I have a lot of admiration for you. Notice I didn't say and, – and you, you as did well. Know. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm following. You know, it's funny because if you remember, you actually pushed that on me one year uh, where you told me, you know, Shalach Manas is about bringing people together and you convinced me to bring a Shalach Manas to several people who I had beef with. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not ideal to give to give Shalach Manas to everybody that you love, right? You know, it's not, the idea is not to give it to all your friends who you're friends with. The idea is to give it to people that you're a little, you know, that, that, that you don't love or somebody that is on your nerves or someone that you're not best friends with. And, and that is to serve to bring you guys closer together. Right, right. But the problem is, I mean, that's, that's nice in theory, but the problem is everybody's expecting. And if you don't give, so now let's say you don't give me. So now you already forewarned me that I'm not getting one. Yeah, but I don't give. I don't give anyone. If you get Shalach Manas from me, 
look into yourself. <laughs> you understand? See, but the problem is today, if you don't give a shalach manas and the person doesn't get it, they're like, oh, I can't believe it. They didn't give me a shalach manas. Or, or- uh, you know how, you know my attitude is? Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. Right. So you're smart because you've been laying that groundwork for years. Yes. So nobody expects it. <laughs> but, but for the rest of us, it's like, and not only that, what, what, how many times do you get a shalach manas and you or your spouse is like, could you believe what the shalach manas they gave us? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. $10 from Moishis. That's what they're giving us, shalach manas. We just gave them a bottle of wine. and the... You could never do anything right. 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 And it turned into that when it's, it's the opposite of what the whole thing's supposed to be. It happened to me once, though, where there was somebody I was highly annoyed with and they gave me shalach manas and, ah, and it completely... Disarmed. Exactly. It was just... It was amazing to me because it was like, okay, that's it, forgiven. And it was a note and a letter and stuff. Wow. I was like, all is gone. Yep, yep. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that that's where Purim shines. Right, that's the idea And that's it. where it should be. And we can do that again. Bring back Purim. We should start a campaign. Bring back Purim. BBP. Bring back Purim. <laughs> the truth is- I'm not joking. You can win my favor with the $999 Michelle Manas. <laughs> it's not that expensive. <laughs> To win his favor. Right, exactly. A thousand bucks. Small price to pay. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, you know, Purim is a time. But actually, w- before we keep talking about Purim, you mentioned something about some sort of shout out. Yes. We want to wish a very special birthday to Duvid Tawel, who has been a listener from the beginning. Wow. Yes, you heard? And he's Hasidish? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the, maybe he goes by the Goyish name David. <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> so back to Purim. Happy birthday, David, but back to Purim. So we we know, and Chazal tells us that there's a Haman in every generation, right? Yes. We know. And there's no lack of anti-Semitism. We see it today. I mean, maybe it's just because we're all plugged in these days and everything is just more public and we live in the information age. Or maybe we just passed a day of hate. Yes. That's exactly where I was going. So there was this day of hate. that was- Which was underwhelming. As far as hate goes. <laughs> you looked let down <laughs> by the day of hate. <laughs> Interesting. No, I think it was a hoax. Tell me a little more about how underwhelmed th- you were. <laughs> I, I think the whole thing was just I don't hoax. think it was a hoax. I think it was just, you know, random groups online trying to build it up, and it just didn't take. Well, the truth is- but we if, were nervous. If you're planning a day of hate, you probably shouldn't plan it in the luckiest month of the Jewish calendar. Or the opposite, you know? I mean, this guy who planned it, who started it, he's probably like a Gilgal of Haman. You know what I mean? Haman made the same mistake, so this guy's doing the same thing. Interesting. Right? Right? Conspiracy theory. Yeah. But uh, in, in, in nice news about the Day of Hate, Chabad did this whole C-Teen event in Times Square. Did you see that? Yes, I saw it, and it was huge. Amazing. Thousands of Jews, proud to be Jewish. They did a Havdalah. It was Moetzee Shabbos. And uh, here's what it sounded like. I mean, we're going to, of course, include the video in our WhatsApp, as we always do. But here's what it looked like. Here's what it sounded like for you listeners. That is huge. That's a ton of people. Yeah. You know, we should have been there. Oh, we should have been there. 
Now you say it. Now you mention it. Yeah. I would have been there. I don't really go out much to Shabbos. <laughs> I mean, either. <laughs> But I would have went. I would have went. I would have done it. Like for if sure. we planned this, I would have went. Like I just need. I just need to know a little bit ahead of time. Yeah, we I didn't can't know. Just, Who knew? I'm not the guy that was just like, you want to go now? All right, let's go now. Yeah, I need a little warning. I mean, Benny Friedman was was performing, but it was a teen event. We're not exactly teens anymore. You know what I mean? No. But I think we could have fit in. We could have gone. We could have gone with like Kiddish Club sweatshirts and started like shooting them into the crowd with oh, like the sweatshirt, sweatshirt gun. gun. Yeah, <laughs> how great would that have been? Attention. We should totally do that. I agree. Next, okay, C teen, contact us. <laughs> right, your next free free sweatshirts. But a ton of people. Yeah, what, I mean, I, uh, how many is that? Uh, thousands. Yeah, thousands. I think I saw the estimates at between three and five thousand. Wow. It's yeah. a lot of Jews in one but place. But I get nervous when I see stuff yeah. like that. Too many I mean, Jews in one place gets me scared. But it's Times Square also. That's what makes me so scared. <laughs> and New York is just, New York a is hotbed, crazy. hotbed of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're going to love this story. What do you got? I heard this story from my father-in-law. Shout out to the Schwer. There's a couple in their 90s living in Brooklyn. Friday night, they hear a noise. Now, just mind you that they're in their 90s. The husband is in a separate room with an aide because he has a condition. The wife sleeps in the bedroom. She hears a noise, like a a breaking glass. She sleeps in a separate bedroom. Right. She hears the sound of glass breaking. Which is just an average night in New York. But really, (laughs) when you live on a busy street, it's like not even a thing. But apparently, she was not right. Three minutes later, the door to her bedroom bursts open. Oh, boy. And somebody stumbles in and just plops down on the bed. Oh, my gosh. Now, she's frozen in fear. Of right, course. and she's making believe that she's fast asleep. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Keep going. And then, <laughs> and then she 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 stays still, right? Because she doesn't want to draw any attention. Makes makes believe she's still sleeping. Two minutes later, she hears the intruder snoring away. <laughs> so she tiptoes out of her room, goes to the other room where the aide and her husband are, wakes up the aide and says, there's someone in the bedroom. The aide gets up, runs into the bedroom, tries to wake the guy up, but he won't get up. Well, he's obviously drunk as a skunk. Yes, he was completely drunk. And he's just like, no, I'm not leaving. I live here now. And he just <laughs> turns over. So they're forced. What Was he big? Was he small? What's I the- mean, he was a sizable fella that obviously the aide didn't feel comfortable. Was the aide a man or a woman? A man. That's good. Yeah. So they had no choice but to call the cops. The cops roll in. They try to wake him up. Now, it's taking them some time. They're like, you got to get out of here. You know? Finally, after some time, they wake him up out of his drunken stupor and get him out of the house. They take him down to the station. Now, the couple, again, in their 90s, get a phone call from the police station saying, we're letting him go. He's free. Of course, because of bail reform in, in the city. No, 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 no. There's nothing we can charge him with. What? What do you mean? Breaking and entering? No, it's a summons. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. They have no course of action. This man is still roaming the streets, hopefully not taking refuge in other people's homes. He, he, I'm surprised he didn't go back that night and just go <laughs> climb into the bed. He's already comfortable there, obviously. He had a, the best sleep of his life. <laughs> there's a good mattress in that house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This I'm is, with you, but I'm just saying it's just highlighting how scary it is. It's insane. It's insane. I I, I went to a pharmacy uh, here in New York City, and the batteries, like this the, this pack of four AA batteries, is locked, and you have to push a button so the manager could come unlock it for you. I'm in New York City. I can't buy batteries, so I tell the guy, really, a key to unlock the batteries. He said, "You're lucky 
it's under lock and key because if not, we would have no batteries. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, because every week they come in. I don't know who they is. They come in with bags and they just take everything on the shelves and they leave. I said, so why don't you call the cops? He, he started laughing. The manager of the Walgreens started laughing. I know it gets very annoying that everything is under lock and key. And there are certain things in a pharmacy that you don't want to draw attention to. You understand? Hemorrhoids again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to get away with this. But, you know, you don't want to call a store clerk over every time you need 100%. certain things. 100%. It's, a, it's, a, it's supposed to be a private experience. Exactly. Yeah. And you-, you know what? Maybe this will be the return of the mom and pop pharmacies. Like maybe they won't. Maybe they'll make a comeback. No, they won't because they know that the, the, the police are not arresting and keeping and charging criminals. No, but you, you get your privacy when you go to a small community pharmacy. Yes, but they'll be out of business in a, in a week. You saw Target well, is closing open. stores, Walmart's closing stores because all over the country, the, the criminals are just getting away with it. In New York City, as we've mentioned, there's this bail reform. So they, they arrest people, they charge them, and then the judge lets them go. It's insane. And when it comes to... to the criminal element that it's even scarier when you mix that in with anti-Semitism because these crazy people know that they could probably get away with anything. But on a on a on a more serious note, we do have to talk a little bit about what's going on in Eretz Israel. It's uh it's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching. Uh, the two more terrorist attacks, the brothers that were that were killed, Shemiyakim Damam, horrible, horrible. It, it's just it's it's painful to see. And uh, there was also a man who was shot. He's in critical condition and. It makes it just makes you feel like, what's next? But one thing that's crazy is after this after this killing of these two brothers, a bunch of the Jews protested in the Arab village where this took place. It's called Huwara, and there was a huge violent protest. Violent like burning like a riot. cars. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, and then so there was a member of the government, uh, Zvi Fogel who said, quote, the effective deterrence that was achieved yesterday following the so-called pogroms hadn't been achieved in the West Bank since Operation Defensive Shield. Essentially, he was condoning, Pro. yeah, condoning the riot, which is never, first of all, it's never a good look, but I do understand where he's coming from, but... No, you understand the frustration of the people. Yes. Enough is enough. Yes. Right? But I don't think that that is going to be what brings the Palestinians, you know, into line or into even thinking twice. I disagree. Uh, really? Yeah, I do. I do. I disagree. You think they're going to think twice and say, "Hey, maybe not," because they're going to come riot in our neighborhood? I do. I don't. I, I'm not saying anyone should take the law into their own hands. I do not condone this. For the record, uh, vigilantism, no. But I do think after the fact, Bidiyevid, they are deterred. Yes, I read a book called "Letters from Telman Prison" about a American social worker who made Aliyah, and he was like a humanist, very into you know loving everybody. He ended up going to jail because he bombed the Arab, uh, like one of the main Arab sheiks of, of Jerusalem or Arab mayor of a, of a town. I forget exactly what it is, but you could look up this book. It's on Amazon. Wait, this peace-loving individual yes. ended up becoming violent? Yes. He ended up becoming the mayor of Shechem. And he writes in the book, he talks in the book about how they constantly were doing things to them. And they he would go and he would meet with his counterparts and they were very welcoming, very friendly and hugging him, kissing him. And then they would do another thing. Unless they responded with violence, they didn't respect it. And they didn't respect him and they didn't respect any of the others. Well, that's Mayor Kahana. Yes. That's his MO. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Netanyahu says he's treating the riots as, well, the Netanyahu government says they're treating the riots as a terrorist action. Hmm. 
They've already arrested six people. But that's going to that's going to aggravate a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, but like but, in his base even. But we cannot allow ourselves to be like some of them. I would say even the majority where they we mentioned last time where they give out sweets when when there's a terrorist attack. And they're celebrating and they're, they're making parties about it. That's Which is not literally adding insult to injury. Yes, 100%. So we have to rise above that. We do have to be a light unto the nations. We have to show them that, no, we don't believe in random acts of violence. But And then wh- where's your deterrent? I'm just saying, but I would never condone such a thing. But I do think that it is a deterrent now. I'm not saying anyone should do it, but it happens to be now that they did it. There is a deterrent. I mean, I, I don't think, you know... I don't. I don't think that's a that's a doubt. I think you know, it is at the time. I, but when you look at Hawara and you see the the damage, it's mind boggling. Yeah. I mean, you can't believe the amount of damage. I mean, they burnt cars, and in fact, but I just saw a video of a Palestinian man like rifling through the cars trying to see what they could salvage, and the airbag comes out <laughs> and kind of punches him right in the face. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. It's funny. It is. <laughs> Instant karma. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, we will post that video for you. Don't laugh. Just watch yeah, it. Yeah, try to keep serious. Try to keep serious. When you see that one. But airbags are really strong. Yes. Like, they're explosives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an explosive in a bag. And, yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, they're they, meant to protect. I but. mean, I never experienced it, Baruch Hashem, but they say that it's like hitting a brick wall. When you're in an accident and you hit the airbag, you feel like your head is slamming into a brick wall. Wow. Because it's got it's to save you. Also from Eretz Yisrael, follow up from last week's episode, the pants of Rav Chaim Zatzal have been removed. That auction has been taken down. After outrage on the Kiddush yes. Club. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we single-handedly got it removed. Yes. But what's funny is... You did it, our precious <laughs> listeners. But what's, what's interesting is that the person who was bidding on it was like, yeah, I plan to rent, rent them it, out. Yes. <laughs> Like that's a little crazy. He yeah. was gonna like he had a business plan. <laughs> I'll pay thirty two hundred dollars for a pair of used pants because I'm going to rent, rent them, them out, out. Yeah, right. And I'll make money. I'll make my money back. But in but, no time. But like what you go to like a simcha and now you, you you're going and you 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 see the bala simcha and you're like, hey, what's doing? And he's like, you don't know what I'm wearing, do you? <laughs> I think he thought that people would feel like it's a good omen to wear the pants at their own wedding. Yeah, it's weird. It is. The whole very thing weird. is very odd. Very weird. Thank goodness it's 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 off and it's I, I feel like it's still happening privately, but as long as we don't have to see what's yeah. going on. Yeah, don't make it public. Exactly. Don't make it public. Interestingly, a, a different article came out. This is from the Times of Israel. It says Haredi men are three times as likely to be nearsighted, probably due to Talmud study. I don't like this. <laughs> but what it's science. Which what do you not like about it? They did a study, they found that um, in in the Haredi community in Israel, among Haredi men in the sample, the figure rose to 82%. 30% of the of the regular secular population is nearsighted. In the Haredi community, it's 82%. How do you explain it? Genes. It's in their genes. It's like lactose intolerance. Interesting. You're saying because the Haredim are primarily marrying other Haredim. Exactly. So it's perpetuating. It's a self-perpetuating. Exactly. Okay, I'm not a scientist. Neither are you. They say it's from Gemara study. Okay? I, I say that this is an anti-Haredi. Not anti-Semite, it's anti-Haredi. Which is anti-Semitism. That's a form of anti-Semitism. Okay. If you're anti-Haredi, you're an anti-Semite. You are. No? You debatable. Can't. It's debatable. You're a little anti-Haredi, aren't you? No, <laughs> not at all. I am so a Haredi. You- but but the, the truth is that after reading for a very long amount of time, like 
if I'm going five six hours, my eyes are done. A hundred percent. Like I can't. Like I can't even look. I can't so see. So you, you bashed the study. You said it wasn't true, and now you <laughs> completely flip. I just don't. And you think that's just, it's listen, true. Listen, your okay. eyes have a limit. You. you can't read forever. Yeah, right? I, you can't I, read from eight a.m. to eight p.m. It's just not going to work. Right, but I no matter who you are, Rav Chaim probably did. But I, I, I do think that there's something to it because I, I see in my own life how my eyes changed from you know a lot of reading, a lot of learning, computer use, all that stuff. I, I don't think it was genetic. My parents didn't have glasses, and then I needed them, and so I don't. You know, my grandparents. You know, I, I think there is an element to, to them being right here. And in other news, the Israeli ambassador to the UN, he wrote a scathing letter to the New York Times on their coverage. And I read this letter, and it was really phenomenal. And I, I want to read to you just some things that they point out. So first of all, you know I was thrilled reading this. This was this was like my birthday present. Yeah, you're the number one enemy of the, of the NYT. Yes, yes. And uh, so among the report's main findings, this is according to Arut Sheva, terrorist organization... <clears throat> Terrorist organizations did not receive adequate coverage. Hezbollah was mentioned in only four headlines throughout the year, of which only one was negative. Hamas. How are there any positive neg- articles about Hezbollah? Hamas in two headlines, of which one of which one was negative. The proportions are even worse when it comes to opinion and politics. Twenty negative opinion articles were directed against Israel from January 2022 until today, compared to 13 articles against Iran where the nuclear project is thriving and massive human rights projects broke out in the past year. During January through October, Israel received 51% negative coverage. In the months of November to December, since the elections but before the formation of the new government, a sharp increase was recorded. 68% of the coverage of Israel was negative. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir, who was indeed convicted in the past for supporting a group which has been de- designated a terrorist organization, was referred to 20 times along with the word terrorist during 2022. However, Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar had only two such references, and Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah, not even one. The data is in. The New York Times is the worst, especially when it comes to Israel. And you cannot tell me that the anti-Semitism that we're experiencing and we're seeing is not being perpetuated by the New York Times. I don't care. It's a heavy slant. Yes. Without a question. Yes. And it, it just makes all these people come out of the woodwork and feel more empowered. Right. Like, you know, even if you're not Jewish and you looked at the data, there's a heavy slant. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people just read the New York Times. They're, they're really like middle of the road, let's say, people. But they read the New York Times and they see this stuff and they're like, yeah, they're really bad. Israel's really a bad place. They're really bad. And they don't, they don't – I speak to people in the business world. They mean well. They're just parroting what the New York Times says. And, of course, you have this crazy Elmo who's, who's anti-semi-parroting the New York Times. Wow, what are you, you know about crazy about? Elmo? No. He used to be in New York. Here he is. Here's a picture of him. Oh, boy. He's now in Santa Cruz. I mean, he Cruz. looks like regular Elmo. He looks like Elmo. It's a man in an Elmo costume. They call him Evil Elmo. Huh. <laughs> yeah. He's an anti-Semite. He's a conspiracy theorist. He goes raving, and the police in Santa Cruz are telling people, stay away from Evil Elmo. Well, can't he be sued for using the likeness of a licensed character no. to no, he bought he bought a he bought a costume. He's wearing the costume. He's not saying I'm Elmo and making a television show called Elmo's World. He's just walking around as Elmo, screaming about the Jews, screaming about the Jews. <laughs> about the the Jews. Jews are bad. Yeah, could you imagine now? Imagine the poor. Look at this picture. Imagine these little kids. Imagine a parent walking with their kids. Oh, there's Elmo kids, and he comes up to them and he's like, "Jews control the world." You know, like does he do the- Elmo voice at least? Just control the world. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's getting cut. <laughs> Why? That's that's great. Yeah. So, like, 
these people are empowered and that's where we get these people from so yeah it's it's really bad stuff and in related in in good news when it comes to anti-semitism follow up from last week's episode roger waters one of the singers of pink floyd famous rock band in the united states He's the guy who every time a musician says they're going to perform in Israel, he like puts insane amounts of pressure for them to cancel their concerts in Israel. He's a tremendous anti-Semite. He's the guy who at his concert put you know a pig with a Jewish star on it. Oy. Very bad guy. We spoke about him last episode. He was slated to perform in Frankfurt, and the city council threw him out. So the Germans, <laughs> yes. he was too anti-Semitic yes. even for the Germans. Yes. Wow. They called him one of the world's most well-known anti-Semites. We could never have this person in our city, Frankfurt. <laughs> Speaking about Germans, there was a man. Does this ever happen to you like where your phone is about to lose battery? You're getting really low and you stop bugging out because you know your phone's going to be... Already at 20%, I can't even function. Right. You start getting the jitters, right? Yeah. So this guy, this happened to him and he doesn't know what to do. So he decides to go into a police station in Holland and ask them if they could, you know, charge his phone. Okay. Not the worst idea I ever heard. Right. Yeah. You figure police, you know, they'll be, hel- they'll be helpful. So he goes in to charge his phone and they arrest him. Wait, wait what'd he do? So apparently he's a wanted criminal. Oh. <laughs> he's wanted by the German well, if, authorities. If you're a wanted criminal, I guess it's a different country though. Yes. So he figures they will never know that I am wanted there. Exactly. And he's, and, but, but they checked it. Interpol. I guess he didn't know that they communicate with each other. Yeah. Uh, but if I were a criminal, you which, stay far away. Yeah. If you have a warrant after your arrest, you, know you what stay I mean? far he's from He's Polish. He's in Holland. He's convicted by a German court. Like, what are you doing? Right. You don't take lay those low, type of bro. chances. Just lay low. Unless he was so addicted that it was like worth the risk for him. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. He's like, I don't care if they take my freedom. They will not get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring it back to the United States. A lot happened you know, this week. We mentioned in the last case of what's going on in Ohio with the terrible chemical spill. So Trump made a nice move in that he went to visit the people of Ohio as an ex-president. Yes. And he did it before Biden or Buttigieg actually visited. So Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation, went to visit the next day. Uh, out of sheer coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I was on my way. Three weeks go by. Nobody visits. Trump goes. The next day, Buttigieg is there. And the press hounded Buttigieg about it, by the way. And he just... He ignored it. He, he ran away. He ran away. No, he, he said, like, you know, I wanted to give them... I wanted to give FEMA the chance to, you know, to deal with it on their terms. Yeah, right. So Trump rolls in. He brings Trump water. And, you know... By the way, that's such a Trump move. I was just going to say, it's so good to have him back. Whether you love him or hate him, the entertainment factor is off the charts. And we bought Trump water. Many bottles of Trump water. The best water, some say. <laughs> and um, and then he brought them also McDonald's. And I don't know if you saw the video of him in McDonald's. It's so Trumpy that it's great. No, I want to I I play it for you. What's your specialty today? How are you today? Nice, nice to meet you. meet you. Hello, everybody. That's Hello. a nice, beautiful-looking group of people. <laughs> So I know this menu better than you do, okay? I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire department. Okay. We're going to take care of the police department. And what we do is all the people that are eating. Right I'm now, the owner, Mr. Tr- Mr. President. Uh, Howard. I don't have to give him. That's right. That's a good one to own, right? Yes, it is. One of the best. So we're going to take care of the fire force. Okay. She's 
Trump. What do you think of He's a big fan. <laughs> Come here, take a look. That's, this is a guy I like. Trumpy is that. But at least he stays on brand. Yes. Right? <laughs> Whether he's, good or bad. Exactly. He's like, yeah. I probably know this menu better than anyone. <laughs> like, come on, man. He's so funny. It's it, it's at, at times it seems almost like it's not even normal. <laughs> at times? It's never no, normal. But like who walks into a McDonald's and starts talking about how well they know the menu? <laughs> like, who asked? Because you know what I'm saying? I, I don't walk into restaurants and be like, uh, like tell the, imagine telling the waiter. <laughs> I know it better than I you. I know the menu better than you. <laughs> because that's how everything is with him. Right. And it's so funny. And um, speaking of Trump, you know that the, the foreperson of the grand jury indictment that's supposed to be coming from Georgia. Yes. Against Trump. She made the rounds. She went made the rounds on the news circuit. I've never seen a jury four person have so much notoriety. Right. So that's the problem for for the case against Trump. Trump's lawyers are already saying that she's tainted the jury pool and he can't get a fair trial. They're going to try to get this dismissed. And it's all because of her going on to every news show. And she's not exactly the most normal person. You know, I have to tell you something. She reminds me of like an assistant Mora. <laughs> that's such a weird... That's such a weird and oddly specific thing to but, say. You know, it's the first thing that hit me. I'm like, wait a second. She should be dealing with kids. Like, Because she's that's, too animated, right? right. It's she's like, way too animated. That's what it was. Yeah. And I think there's a video. We yeah, have the here video it is. Here's it. the video. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome. So she's just like so weird. She's a weirdo. And she's going around telling everybody what's going on behind the scenes. And now... Of course, how do you expect them to get a fair trial? Where are they going to find jurors that aren't influenced by her? Basically, she's giving Trump the biggest present he could ever ask for. Yes, 100%. I mean, if this all disappears for him, that's great. Yeah, and and they're going to use it. They're going to use it. Of course they're going to use it. You want to say that maybe she works for Trump. She's a secret mole Mm. that the Trump team placed. She's odd enough. She's odd. She's a Wiccan. Which is also so weird. So weird. Yeah, she has like, they found like. uh, Wait, so so for anybody who doesn't like know what that is, a Wiccan is like a witch. Yeah, it's like a religion. It's like a pagan religion. It's real Avaidazara. They have. She had like spells that she posted online, like potions. And her spells. Pinterest was filled with, you know, witches, and, brews, yeah, and spells. Yeah. So it's like, weird. It's, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah, bonkers, bonkers. And of course, Ron DeSantis now is making making the rounds. He hasn't announced yet, but he's been making the rounds. He's everywhere. His new book came out, and it's interesting because if you look at the betting odds right now, they have Trump leading 35 to 25 leading DeSantis as winning the primary but in a general election they have DeSantis beating Biden not Trump so which, that is interesting yeah but it makes sense because Trump has his hardcore base 25 percent who like just will do anything he says vote for him blindly but DeSantis is much more appealing to more of the voters but you have gone on record saying that DeSantis does not have a chance Against Trump. Yeah. In a primary. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 wait, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. You know what? I think I just made a boo-boo because that's in an upcoming special episode. Ah, with Jake Turks. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah, coming. That's, that's coming. coming, people. That's coming. Oh, man, is Watch it coming. Watch for it. Yes, yes. We sat for a long time with Jake. But anyway, continuing in politics, our illustrious president fell on the steps again, going into <laughs> Air Force One. 
It's, it's never not funny. <laughs> it's what not are you funny. doing with that? I don't. I don't laugh when I see it. I. 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 I cringe. It's cringeworthy. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. I agree. And, but you know what? He shook it right off. He took it like a champ. <laughs> like because, he fell. Because it happens every day. He fell like an absolute champion. He's, he's an expert at it. <laughs> and it happens so often that the media doesn't even care anymore. It's just like, yeah, he fell again. Yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. did you expect? What did you expect? Right. Him he not can't to fall? do more than four or five steps. <laughs> he can't. Without he's got falling. a threshold. Did you see uh, his ex-nuclear whatever in, uh, in the uh, Biden administration, Sam Brinton? Oh, my goodness. This is the most bizarre story I have ever seen. <laughs> Think about you this. Saw it. Yeah. Of course I saw it. So wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's lay it out. Yeah, let's lay, lay out, out the groundwork. Okay. Sam Brinton, he was a former Biden nuclear official. Okay? What does that mean, a nuclear official? He works for the nuclear agency. I don't know. All right. He anyway. Had a, he had a, a pretty high position yes, in the Biden was, administration. Yes, and he was extremely celebrated. He, he dresses in women's clothing. That's one of the reasons why he was celebrated. By the left. Yes, they're showing how diverse they are. And he was constantly, he was invited to the White House. They were celebrating him. So he got arrested for stealing someone's luggage in an airport. Then we found out that it wasn't the first time it happened. He stole people's luggage previously. Right. He is a serial... uh, Luggage thief. Yeah. (laughs) Then this woman named, then this woman named Asia Kamsin, who is a Tanzanian fashion designer came out on Twitter showing that pictures, she showed pictures of Sam Brenton in this clothing next to pictures of the clothing that she designed. And then she told everyone, this clothing was my design and it was in my luggage that was stolen from me at the airport. It's, it's bizarre. He stole it and then he wore these one-of-a-kind <laughs> designer dresses. And you have a picture of the designer in her own clothes. Yes. And then this creepy man in those same, same clothes. clothes. It's insane. He's the type of guy that would walk into – he's the type of criminal that would walk in to get his phone charged to, to a police exactly. station. Exactly. He's the guy. But wait a second. Who what does is, that? What is the fate of this man or this person, I should say? Well, he's being charged with, with, with So theft. is he in jail? No, well, I, I'm sure he's out on bail. I mean, it's not a... But he's been arrested. Like, like he was arrested. the authorities are dealing with this. Yeah, he was let go, obviously. But uh, yeah, I mean, th- this guy that they... This is the best that the Biden administration has to offer. Then we're in some serious trouble. And speaking of criminality in the United States, this, this story really got me upset. So this story comes out of Illinois. This woman who was driving her two children, she got to her house, she took out one of her children, and she... You know, took him in. Then she went back for the other child. And while that happened, somebody came, scariest thing imaginable, got in the car, stole the car with the child in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She tried to stop him. I believe he hit her and went away with the child. So now the police contacted VW Volkswagen to ask them to track the vehicle because, of course, it has, you know, one of those in-car. I don't know what VW calls theirs, but, you know, you know. Every car can be traced now. They all have them. Yeah, they all have these features. And VW said, well, she stopped paying for that feature. So if you guys want us to track it, we need you to pay pay us for the feature. You, the nobody look of can, horror right, on your No face. one can see. No how, one can see the look of horror Right, on my jaws dropped. Yeah, yeah. So they asked Discuss. for their monthly <laughs> payment. Yeah. If you want to save the child, yes. it's basically a ransom. It's called Volkswagen Carnet. Yes, they basically said, "Yeah, you pay us, pay us for the for the feature, and, and then, then you'll get your child." Yeah, how insane is that? And it's a German company, isn't it? It is a German company. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's a German company. Oh yeah, yeah. 
that's an I with that's like a, three Ys. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's yeah. bad. Well, Volkswagen corporate said we don't know how this happened. This is not our policy. We always work with law officials, but bottom line, this did happen. It reminded me of another article I saw where I think we may have discussed it, but it just reminded me of, you know how all the car companies are saying that they're going to start turning everything into subscriptions. So like you want heated seats? Okay. $9.99 a month. Right. You know, you want intermittent windshield wipers? five ninety nine a month. And we spoke about that a little bit, but it, it's gone. T- it's gone too far. You know what I mean? No. What do you mean? I, I have not seen any subscription-based... It's coming. Okay, they, what do you mean gone too coming. far? What do you mean gone too far? It's not even here yet. No, no, no. I'm saying it's gone too far when you have to subscribe to help rescue a kidnapped child. Oh, you're saying in that situation. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit much, yeah, yeah. you know? All right, enough about the United States. What about the rest of the world? You always have something from India. <laughs> I do. Please give me something good. I do have something from India. I actually have several things from India. Take it away. Well, it's it's not funny. It's 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 serious. It's sad, but I mean, it's on the radar. So there was a wedding taking place in the Subhashnagar area of India. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> it was taking place in a place in India. Okay, is that better? Yeah. You know what's funny to me is that you have no tolerance for the New York Times, but the Indian Times. <laughs> I love the, the Indian Times, Times of India. That's what it is. The Times. <laughs> I have a subscription, bro. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> so there was a wedding going on, and unfortunately, the young bride had a heart attack at the How wedding. How old is she? She was young. It doesn't say her, her age, but she she had a heart attack. They took her to the hospital. She died. And now friends and family, the whole place is in the wedding celebration, but the you know the, the bride died. So the family decides, hey, she has a younger sister. Why doesn't she get married? They married off the younger sister. In it's a like reverse re- yibum. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yes. That's like a reverse yibum situation. And the wedding festivi- festivities continued unabated. It's what she would have wanted. <laughs> That's nuts, though. Is that crazy? And also in India, do you have any... I, I think we've discussed it before, the safaris. Yeah, we discussed this in the past on, uh, on the cast. India? So no, well, safaris in general, like Africa, the African yes. safaris. So they have Indian safaris as well, and there's a lot of wildlife there. what's that face i'm waiting i'm waiting to see what you're gonna hit me with so there was uh, a group of six tourists who went on a safari and they got charged by a rhino here's the video of course we'll include it on whatsapp the rhino came the the jeep that they were in oh i saw tried to reverse away but the rhino came and hit the jeep flipped them right over This, this so powerful how scary is that look at this how nuts is this? Yeah. And there's people standing in the Jeep, and I, this is like... But also, to be fair, there was a cliff. I mean, the road goes down. Like, the sides of the road lend no support. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see he what had, you're saying. Gravity was really helping had the rhino. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that even if there was no gravity, if you if a you know thousand pound rhino comes charging at you, you're not walking away yeah, from that ins- so easily. They're insanely powerful. I've seen yeah. them flip cars. Yeah, easily. Yeah. And these people all walked away. I mean, they, they were injured, but nobody fatal. Which was uh, to me, that's a miracle. We're very lucky to be alive, right? <laughs> but also, rhinos lucky. I don't have time to pull out curry spray. <laughs> It's right. a little racist. <laughs> it's a little racist right there. No, no. It is all love for the curry. <laughs> and uh, in other news, the head of Chechnya, right? So the Chechnya is a region in Russia. They were going to separate, but then they made peace. And so this terrible, yeah, well, terrible you, guy. You just glossed over that extremely <laughs> important story, and I don't even know what's happening in that part of the world. Can you explain? Well, Chechnya. Yeah. 
you know, for years they had the it's Chechen like near rebels. Ru- near it's Russia. in Russia. In it's, Russia. A, it's, it's a part of Russia. Okay. And there is a Chechen leader. He he. We, we've spoken about it in the past because he was very pro this war in Ukraine. They say that the Chechens are are very very aggressive soldiers. And they're Muslim. Ruthless. Yes. Yes. Now I remember. So now the the leader of the Chechen leader, he actually just gave out an award that he created called the Hero of Chechnya. An so award, he, you said? Yes. Okay. He gave out the Hero, Hero of Chechnya award, and the recipient of that award was the leader of Chechnya. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he created the award called the Hero of Chechnya, and the first recipient of this award is he himself. <laughs> I have looked at the old soldier, and I've seen only one fit for a word. It is me. <laughs> But you can all try again next year <laughs> if you make it that far. <laughs> okay, let's move back. Let's move back west to Mexico. <sighs> I'm sure you saw this. I'm sure you saw this article, right? The president of Mexico tweeted out a picture. Apparently, it's a picture of an elf, or at least he believes it's a picture of an elf. So next time you see Biden tripping on a staircase and you go, oh, cringe to be American it could be worse (laughs) could be worse can you explain me what the story is I didn't even see it let me see if you want to read it in Spanish go go for it I'll read the translation les comparto dos fotos de nuestra supervisión a la a la obras de Tren Maya una tomanda por un I can't read that one (laughs) basically he's saying I'm sharing two photos and in one of them, you see what looks like, I don't know, something in a tree. And he says it's an elf and it's called an alux. An alux elf. An alux elf is apparently something from Mayan tradition. And he says that here's a picture of the alux elf. In other words, it goes without saying that these things exist. And here it is. There's two photos side by side. One has an actual elf. Well, I don't know if it's an actual elf. No, I... I Oh, you mean the sculpture? Yeah, the sculpture. Okay, so one of them is a Mayan sculpture, and it looks, I guess, like an elf. I mean, it just looks like a person. It could be a child. It looks like I a gnome. Know. Okay, fine. Right? Okay, fine. A little bit gnome-like, yes. Yes, just the hat. The hat is what's doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And then there's an aerial photo of some sort that he claims looks like the elf or no, the gnome. No, not, not looks like. It is the elf. It is him, what? Just uh, posing? Yeah, posing. For an aerial photo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because... None. It just. I don't even know what it is. What is this? We like don't. A, it I, looks like a it's cloud. It's probably just an animal. No, it's probably. I don't, look, I, you see the glowing I eyes. Close. Okay, I thought that was an aerial photo. No, no, from no. From up top. Right. Now, now I got closer. It looks. It's, it's something a in a tree. Something in a tree, right? It, that's an animal of some type. Right. It's just an animal. The glowing eyes. You see the glowing eyes. It could be I anything. Do see, what do you, it could be a, a mystical creature. <laughs> right. It's an alux. Yeah. I mean, what animals have glowing eyes like that and all white them, hair? All of the animals have glowing eyes at night when you shine lights on them. You take a picture, the flash goes, and that's what it looks like. The eyes glow. No, my friend. This is an alux. <laughs> do you understand? That's where they live. And what do they do, Mr. President? And um, can I count on your vote? <laughs> And with that, we bring our Purim edition to a close. We hope everybody has a very happy Purim. We hope you enjoy it. A safe Purim. And a safe Purim, right. yes. Don't drink and drive. Definitely don't drink and drive. And if you're one of those people that drinks and you become bad, mean, angry, violent, 
don't drink. Yeah, I hate those guys. If you can't hold your liquor, don't drink. It's not drink. about holding liquor. They can hold the liquor just fine. They just turn angry. Yeah. Uh, we, right? We know people like that. We do. We <laughs> Right, we do. Yeah, we do. they just get every, all the negative comes out, and they yeah. just get angry. And there's no mitzvah for those people to drink. No, no mitzvah. That's ah. an avera for them to drink. Those people. Should, yes, it's an avera. Yeah, you see, yeah, I'm going to You're going that far? Yeah. Yes. So a happy and a safe perm, and we will see you next time. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow Kiddish Club on Twitter at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can find us on the Twenty Four Six app. And, of course, if you'd like to see the videos that we discuss, you can join our WhatsApp group by going to our website. It is kiddishclubpodcast.com. You'll see join our WhatsApp. Just click the link there, and you'll be joined to the WhatsApp group where you'll see the videos that we discuss on the podcast and several other special features. Of course, you can shoot us an email. We're at hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. And Kiddish Club out. You could say we Germans have a long history of not tolerating anti-Semitism. <laughs> That's what you could say. You know what my favorite city in Germany is? Dusseldorf. It just sounds German. It does. Dusseldorf. Yes. Right? Yes. He's like, I don't care if they take my freedom. Just don't take my just not my battery. They can take my freedom. This is French. Yeah. What'd you do? What I don't you? know. I don't know. My curry spray. <laughs> <laughs> It's so racist. It's so racist. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Oh my do it, god. Do it, do it, do it. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.